Welcome to the Feel and Find Out podcast. I'm your host, Raquel DeLucia, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and solo private practice owner. I have spent my career helping adults and couples understand themselves and their emotions so that they can be more authentic in their lives and relationships. I am here to help you find out who the F you are by actually feeling what you feel. It's time to change the way we view our emotions, our inner world, and the way we communicate so that we can thrive in our relationships, our businesses, and truly align with our felt sense of self. I am bringing you clinical insights from the therapy room, personal lived experiences, as well as some experts in the mental health industry and beyond. So take a deep breath and let's feel and find out. Welcome to episode one of Feel and Find Out. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast is meant to take what I have seen and worked with in my therapy room and bring awareness to it into the wild. Um, I have been a therapist now with a license for about seven years, six, seven years, and I've been in the mental health industry Oh man, since 2007, I don't even know what that is. 16 years. Holy shit. Okay. So I've been in the, in the mental health world for 16 years. Damn. Let that sink in for a minute. But as a licensed therapist in the last seven years, I've worked with couples and individual adults navigate intense trauma family of origin issues, relationship issues, disconnection, feeling stuck in their lives, feeling anxious, not knowing what the next step is, processing through really tough shit, if I'm just going to be honest, processing through some tough shit. Therapy is an intense process. It is beautiful and magical, and it's also a lot of work. And so I've had the honor and privilege of helping many, many people work through they're tough shit. So I have seen everything you can imagine that humans experience through a mental health lens. And the one thing that is pervasive, so the thing that comes up consistently, whether you're an adult woman, an adult man, a couple, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, the thing that I see the most is a dysfunctional or non-existent or toxic relationship with one's own emotions. That's right. I'm not talking about relationships with other people that are toxic. I'm talking about the one we have with our own emotional experience. How many times have you heard, ugh, feelings are weak. It's weak to feel. Or on the flip side, my feelings are so much, I can't handle them. They scare me. My feelings push people away. Or I don't feel enough and I lose relationships. So my purpose here, my passion is to help people really understand that it is okay to feel. I want to normalize the experience of feeling that emotions are a function of the body, much like digestion or cognition. So that's what this podcast will be about. And so, so much more. I mean, there's so much depth to the concept of our emotional worlds. Self-esteem is part of that, confidence, communication, massive part of that. You know, if we can't understand what we feel, connect to it, embrace it, honor it, 
accept it, how are we supposed to communicate well to other people? How are we supposed to show up authentically in our relationships and in our lives? I hope that this podcast is helpful to shed some light on, you know, clinically what people experience in real life and, you know, also help you really connect with your emotions, learn to regulate them, um, learn to own them and be able to really express them out in the world in a way that is true to who you are. The way I view emotional health and teach emotional health is going to be broken down into a couple of different categories regarding emotions. So the first piece is learning to identify when you're feeling and what you're feeling, as well as where you're feeling it. So there is this whole beginning stage of awareness around your emotional experience. Can you even put words to what you feel? So that's identifying. And that's what I call emotional literacy. Can we label, put words to define the feelings we have? Can we also read the emotions and feelings of others? Like, can we understand that in a reciprocal way? You know, I can put a word to what I'm feeling. I'm feeling, you know, excited right now. And then when I see someone else and they're expressing themselves or they're using certain tone, body language, facial expression, I can read what they're feeling. That's emotional literacy. Okay. So that's the first piece. The next component is emotional fluency. So this is, I can now be fluent in how I express the language of my emotional state. I want us to begin to look at emotions as a language. You know, we have body language, right? We have verbal language. We also have emotional language. And the problem I see is that so many people do not have language to pair with their emotions. And this becomes really difficult in managing healthy relationships because our interactions with other people are very much emotionally based, right? So emotional fluency, you know, I am fluent in the language of English. I wish I were fluent in other languages like Italian or Spanish. I know some phrases in those languages, but I can never communicate with other people fully in the language of Italian, right? So if I don't have fluency in my own emotions, how can I communicate what I'm experiencing to somebody else? And how can I understand what someone else is communicating to me? So when I work with couples, people get stuck in misunderstanding each other, misinterpreting what each other is saying, having no idea, first, what it is they're feeling, and second, how to even express that to the other. So what happens instead, they behave in ways that are passive-aggressive, so ways that indirectly try to get their needs met, but wind up just upsetting the other partner. They internalize what they feel. So the partner might be able to read on the outside, hey, you look like something's going on. You know, that, that old uh, adage of, oh no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Meanwhile, so much is going on on the inside, but there are no words to put to it. There, are, there is no language to assign to what is happening. And so what we do is we make meaning of that. You know, when he's doing this, it means that he doesn't care about me. 
It means that he doesn't want to be around me. He doesn't want to talk to me. When what's really happening is that person has no idea what words, language to put to their emotional state. And this becomes a vicious cycle in relationships where disconnection just continues and continues and nobody can express themselves or how they feel. So they come into the therapy room and I I witness this and maybe they communicate through yelling or conflict or accusations, blaming, pointing fingers. Instead of being able to say, this is what's happening for me on the inside, I feel this. Why is that so scary for people? Why is that so terrifying? I want you to think about your own experience. Maybe in the same exact scenario, maybe a different one. When's the last time you were able to say to someone you care about? Or you know what? When's the last time you were able to say to yourself, wow, I'm feeling so anxious right now. I'm so anxious. I have this big transition coming up in my life. I don't know how it's going to go. I do not know the outcome. Unknowns create anxiety and I feel it everywhere in my body. I have a racing heart. I'm sweating. I can't stop fidgeting. I'm restless and it makes perfect sense that I'm feeling this way. I have a big life transition coming up. It's okay to feel this way. Okay. That's, that's where we accept our feelings. It's okay to feel this way. And you know what happens when you validate your own emotional experience? The emotion is able to flow through you and move. You know, the Latin word for emotion is emover, and I hope I'm saying that right, but emover means to move through, to move. That's what emotions are. What happens is we're so put off by them. We feel so, you know, we use fearful as a, as a word. Fear in itself is an emotion, right? But we feel fear about our own emotions and therefore they get stuck. They get frozen in our bodies, in our brains. And they cannot move. And maybe you lose access to them because they have become frozen. They become suppressed, pushed down, shoved aside. And then you start to have pains. Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, my lower back hurts. Joint pain, headaches, neck pain. The value in recognizing our emotions. So going back to where I started, identifying what they are, putting a name to them, understanding what that means being able to express them, having acceptance and validation that they exist in the first place, that it is such a normal and necessary part of human functioning, and then being able to put them out in the world. So I want you to really let this digest. I want you to think about, you know, maybe the last time that you felt something that you had a really hard time expressing. What did you do with it instead? Where did it go? Where does it live in your body? That's probably the number one question that my therapy clients have a hard time answering. Where does this live in your body? People look at me like I have three heads. They're like, what do you mean? Go into your body. Let's go inside. Where do you feel it? And that's a whole nother episode, honestly. But you know, I want you to start thinking about that. Where does joy live? Where does fear live? Where does sadness live? Where does jealousy live? Where is anxiety? And when we know where it lives, we can learn to soothe it. We can self-soothe. If any of you have kids out there, you know, watch them learn ways to soothe themselves when they have big feelings. You know, are you able to soothe yourself so you can soothe them in light of those feelings? Again, a whole nother episode. As you can see, I have a lot to cover in this podcast (laughs) for the sake of time. What I will be teaching you is emotional literacy, fluency, expression, acceptance. And this will bring us to a place of emotional health And we talk about mental health, physical health. What about emotional health? What does that even mean? So 
join me on this quest to normalize our emotional experiences, feel what we feel, and therefore find out who we are, what we want, what we need. And trust me, everything will change in the way that you interact with other people, in the way that you feel about yourself, in the way you view yourself, in your identity, self-esteem. It all goes back to what we feel. So thank you so much for tuning in today. This was our very first episode on Feel and Find Out. I'm really excited to keep the conversation going. Um, Please continue to tune in and uh, we will keep up the conversation about our emotional health. Um, And I'm really excited to share all this with you guys. Till next time, take a deep breath and trust me, it's okay to feel.